All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 566 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about George Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And um, today, we're going to talk some more Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I haven't heard any rumblings about what's going on with Georgia Southern. Usually, things happen after the spring game. Still haven't heard anything, so no news is good news. I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. If something comes up, we definitely will discuss it. But nevertheless, we're going to talk Atlanta Falcons. And uh, they just had a press conference about the draft, the pre-draft press conference. I want to give you my thoughts and opinions on that. And uh, I want to tell you guys right now, man, I think we have a really good situation here with uh, with Terry Fontenot and uh, Arthur Smith. I mean, you're going into year three. You saw what happened the first two years, and people could kind of hold those two years against them, but now they have enough room to have cap space, and they, they signed a lot of players. And this draft is really like it's going to be uh, – it's definitely going to be a game-changing draft because of the fact that not only with the guys that you brought in, you also have, you know, the guys that, you know, that, that are going to be a part of this draft and how it's going to make up the team and the vision that these guys really wanted. The first two years – it wasn't necessarily the vision. They just basically brought guys in to be good football players. So we're going to get into all that, what this uh, press conference meant and, and what these guys are thinking of going forward. Cause I, I, I think we as fans, I don't think we realize how good, you know, that we have it with these two guys. I think we have, a, I can't remember a time where we had a general manager and a head coach that was this in tune in you know off-season moves and on the field situations where these guys are winning games in spite of you know the problems because the first two years we had no business going seven to ten on any of those two years i mean we could we can we can really say that nobody's going to sit here and say we underachieved with seven wins because the team was worse than what it was but we're going to look forward if this is your first time here welcome i could be found on youtube and rumble also on anchor stitcher spotify apple google podcast uh Hit the like button if you don't mind. Let people know what we're doing over here. It helps raise the channel up, get more eyes on it so more people can come through, make create a bigger audience so we have better feedback. Also, if you guys don't mind, you know, try to subscribe to more than one. If you want to be on YouTube or Rumble, it's also cool to uh, go over there and give me uh, a subscribe on the podcast side of things because you just don't know, like, one, one avenue don't be up, but the other one do. It's kind of weird how that happens. Also, I'm on firstandframerates.com. That is the hub of where all the podcast stuff is. You can go check that out. Maybe you like the website. Hopefully you do. It's still a work in progress. And you can support. Um, I was looking at this press conference. I watched it a few times. And um, one thing I noticed from the beginning, these guys were pretty much talking about how they were able to possibly move up, move back, if they were uh have a situation where they uh, have an opportunity to get players in a certain area. Like they, they're not away. They're not against moving up or moving back if need be. I think they have a contingency plan for pretty much everything. The way they're talking, the way they sound like, seem like they have a plan for anything and everything that they're going to do. And I think that's what's really amazing about these guys. You've seen it for the first two years, ever since they signed Kyle Pitts all the way up to who they have now. Um, every pick they had was like pretty much calculated. He also in this press conference, Arthur Smith talk about how far along they were watching to get uh, Tyler Algier, 
you know they even getting him in the fifth round. It wasn't a situation where, oh, we feel like he'll drop to us. No, they already had him on the board to say, look, we're going to pick him, and we know where we could possibly get him at. And Tyler Algier turned into a pretty, you know, pretty good dynamic player for the team. So the way they strategize talent and where they're going to pick guys and where they feel like they can they can get somebody without reaching or vice versa, they're doing a pretty good job. They also talked about the whole situation with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. Um, they kind of said that they don't like to anoint a player or give a player a position, but I kind of got a sense that the quarterback position was something that they wanted Desmond Ritter to know that, look, you need to start taking uh, some type of initiative to be that guy. Taylor Heineke was signed. They said they talked about with him and his agent where this is going to be an ideal situation for him to be a backup. And Taylor Heineke embraced that role and it looked like that's how it is. But one thing I noticed, they did say that they're not against looking at a quarterback depends on who falls where. That's really interesting. Now, me personally, I would like for them to take Desmond Ritter and develop him and see what they got out of him, at least for a year. See what they get. If you get an elite quarterback, cool. If not, move on to the next. But they're the experts. I'm not. I'm just a guy behind the microphone. Also, they talked about, you know, the development of Avery Williams. And that that kind of interested me because I didn't even think about this at one point. Because, you know, we got Tyler Algier. We got to realize Avery Williams is a, you know, he's listed as a running back on the scene. And he's not that bad of a running back. He's exactly what I was talking about in the last episode. You want somebody to be a guy that can catch out the backfield and create space. Now, Tyler Algier is a thumper. He's kind of like a little bit of a tweener as well. But he's more like a thumper. And um, you want a guy who can mix that up. Avery Williams could be that guy. I'm still a fan of um, Caleb Huntley. And I don't necessarily 100% know what they're going to do with Cordell Patterson. I talked about him being a wide receiver. I think he's a bona fide receiver, but that's another story for another day. But he does run the ball out of the backfield, and he's pretty good at it as well. So the whole situation with them with B. John Robinson, which, you know, I'm not necessarily, the more I think about it, I'm not necessarily against picking up B. John Robinson. Cause I thought about this today. Cause the last episode I wasn't really. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm a Nola Smith, Christian Gonzalez. You know, you know, you know how I am. You know, I I, I made the list of what I, the guys I would like to see. But one thing I didn't even think about that Bijan Robinson can play the slot and catch out the backfield. That is very interesting. So that's something to keep in mind right there. You know, Bijan Robinson runs like a thumper, but he's not necessarily that type of back. He he's a talent that can create space as well. So just think about that. But I also listened to what these guys said about what their vision for this team. And you can say what you want about the first two seasons. I get it. The first two seasons were kind of weird. You know, in some cases, a lot of people had us winning anywhere between, you know, I know one person said was going to win one game. Some people had us winning maybe five or six. Now, I the way this team is set up, this is pre-draft, and I think after draft is going to even get better. And once they get down to the 53-man roster, you're really going to know what you got. I think they're going – I really believe that they can sweep the NFC South. I don't see any team in the NFC South that's better than the Falcons right now. So that's six wins right there. You know, you get three or four more wins. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're really probably going to be, uh, you know, 
in the running for getting, you know, a, a first round buy. And I think now it's only like one team gets a buy or something like that. So that might be different now. But you you kind of know what I'm saying. You, you're probably like in the running for a two or three seed in the playoff. So you, you got to be really careful about what people are saying about, you know, this team and what they're doing. I think what these two guys are putting together is really nice. They talked about what they get out of Chris Lindstrom, what they can get out of O-line. You know, they already talked about what they're going to do with the pass rush. Like I said, me personally, I think they should take Nolan Smith, but I, I, I'm just not. No, I'm not sure if they're going to do that now. But that, that that's just that's just my that's just my look right there. That's where I'm. My personal uh, opinion is they, they're going to take him, but um, the the whole thing about the entire press conference was really really interesting. I really like what I heard. Like I said, I'll put the link down in the description if you want to check it out. But these guys have a vision. They, these guys are doing something really good for this team. I don't know if people don't see it at this point. I don't know what to tell them because it's 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 cool to sit here and be laid back and say, oh, they didn't pick Lamar Jackson, so the, the, the whole season's a wash. But there's another thing to say like, wait a minute, these guys got a pretty good group right here, good receivers, good tight end. You know, there you could get a second running back. The offensive line has been re-signed. The defensive front is been looking phenomenal. They signed a couple of cornerbacks. Got Jesse Bates, Terrell, AJ Terrell is still here. You you got a pretty solid team. I ain't even mentioned Richie Rent, you know, and, you know. But like I said, you got a pretty solid team here. I don't. I honestly don't see another team in the NFC South that's better than what we have. And I think at the end of the day, I think Terry Fontenot and, and Arthur Smith kind of feel like they're playing with house money. They don't really want to admit it because they're going to take every pick of the draft serious. But when you are able to have 80-something million dollars in cap and you are able to pick, you know, uh, you, you're able to pick guys up and fulfill your needs before the draft, you, you're doing really good in that aspect. So, it, it you know and I you know it doesn't even matter at honestly it don't really matter who they pick at number eight, you know the 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 I think the most interesting ones is are they going to get more picks? Are they going to stand pat with seven picks that they have, or what do they do with the later rounds? Because those later round picks are in my opinion those are the most uh, interesting ones because those are the ones that usually make the team and make an impact. First rounders, obviously, you have generational talent that's going to, you know, make something happen. But we've seen too many times where first round talent just didn't play out as well. Vic Vic Beasley comes to mind. You know what I mean? It it, it just happens. You know, it it, it it's kind of it kind of it kind of sucks because you want that person who put the first, you know, pick in on the first pick of the draft or the first pick in the first round for your team. You want them to, you know, make something happen right away. And then you turn around to get somebody like a Tyler Algier, you know, you know, you see what I'm saying? You know, Drake London done well. Kyle Pitts have done well for themselves. They're, they're all three, all two of them are first round picks. And uh, I'm just really uh, interested to see what they're going to do, because I feel like with the way these guys are setting up, the way they're talking, it looks like these guys are going to be in it for the long haul. I know there's some places said that these guys have a short leash. I disagree. I, I wholeheartedly disagree, but that's another story for another day. But I highly advise you to listen to this press conference. I think these guys did very well. The link will be down in the description. Go check that out. And um, 
We'll see. Because there, there's no wrong answers at this point. There's really no wrong answers to what they do in this draft. Absolutely none. They could do whatever they want to, and it's going to be a W. You know, I mean, unless if you reach for somebody that's an undrafted free agent, you pick them in the first or second round or whatever. You know, it's something like that. That's weird. But these guys got a good head on their shoulder. They know what they're going to do, and it's refreshing to see. It's good to see guys that are actually um, talking football, about football, and not trying to get you in cap hell to win games. These guys are actually doing it the right way, and it should be applauded. We're going to see how this all plays out down the road. You know, the draft is coming up in a couple of days. Can't wait to see how that plays out. And uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about the pre-draft uh, press conference. You think these guys are talking a good game if you saw it? If you didn't see it, the link will be down in the description. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. Also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts. I stand. Where do I stand on this? I think this is a phenomenal thing, and I think we got some good guys in, in, in the front office, and it, it's going to be really interesting. You know, anybody that they pick is going to be a good pick. There's not, there's not going to be a bad pick based on what I know what these guys have been doing. And to be honest with you, if you look at this entire situation, these guys have been here for the last going on three years now, they whiffed on one pick, in my opinion, and that was uh, Jalen Mayfield. That was the only pick they really whiffed on. All the other ones, Seem like these guys are contributors are pretty solid. So I'm going to get up out of here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys on the next one. Uh, Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.